0: If you've ever wondered, what's the difference between just a regular real estate closing, creative financing, and a short sale? Well, you've come to the right place, although the answers may not be what you're expecting. Hi, my name is Don Thornton. I'm known as Don, the short sale guy. I have been doing short sales in Florida for 20 years. I've helped well over 3,500 homeowners get out from under a bad situation with an upside-down mortgage. Uh, usually in foreclosure and at the risk of uh, doing major long-term damage to their credit. In today's video, I'm going to walk you through step-by-step exactly what a regular deal is in real estate. You may already know about this, but it's good to review. Uh, what a creative financing deal is. And I'm going to give you two examples of what they are. And then finally, I'm going to talk to you about a short sale, what that what a short sale is and how it works. So, a regular deal is something that if you're a homeowner you've already uh went through this because you bought your house in regular deal it's very vanilla that's where you're uh you if you do it with, with as a re- with a real estate agent representing you or if you buy it without any agents maybe you you uh buy it from someone who's selling their house by owner the system is very is usually uh very similar you decide what financing you can afford, and that could be, you know, on the upper end as far as loan to value. You can, if you're a veteran, and if you are, thank you for your service. You can use your VA benefits to purchase a home with no money down, basically 100% financing, or you can choose from F, uh, well, USDA, United States Department of Agriculture. But What, what people don't understand is that. There's a lot of areas near metropolitan areas that you can buy a property with 100 percent financing if you get a USDA loan and uh, just FHA, for example, you can, they can get you 97 percent financing or 90 percent financing, depending on what the program you choose. These are all designed. They are insured by the federal government to help people become homeowners and get them into properties and get them uh, off of helping some other investor. You know, pay for their property by renting from them to be able to make you know creating wealth for yourself. Now, in those situations, you know, you once you have your financing ready to go, you work with a mortgage broker, a mortgage lender, mortgage banker, and then now you can go out there and start looking at property. And you decide, okay, I like this property. If you're if you're represented by a buyer's agent, then that buyer's agent will go ahead and put the the offer in, and he or she will help you uh, navigate you know, this sometimes confusing uh, process, obviously with uh, the way the market's been the last couple of years, that's a very challenging aspect to to have, uh, you know, you've got multiple offers coming in on the same property, although we've seen that slowing down now, whereas maybe you had 25 Uh, offers come in immediately. Now you may have five, seven, sometimes none at all. Maybe you're the first. So that's a good thing for buyers. And then once you uh, have a contract accepted, then you do your inspections. Usually it's 15 days after you sign a contract to finish your inspections, although it's negotiable. And when you decide, you know what, I've inspected it. I like it. We've finished our negotiations. The lender says you have a loan commitment. You are clear to close. You just You'll go ahead and uh, come, to the, come to the closing table and uh, sign the HUD-1 uh, settlement statement, and then you're the homeowner. That's a regular deal. That is what most people are accustomed to and expect when they're selling their house. Okay, And what I expect you to do when you come onto my YouTube channel and watch my videos is I want you to subscribe. Subscribe and hit the little bell so that way you get notified when I have dropped a new video. I usually record these on Sundays, sometimes Saturdays. I get them out maybe on Monday or Tuesday at the latest. And you can always have access to great content because I've been doing this for 20 years. There's not a single question out there that I haven't heard and I don't know the answer to on on any kind of uh, real estate investing uh, topics. So please feel free to reach out to me, but you can't reach out to me unless you subscribe. Now I'm gonna talk about creative financing. And I'm directing this mostly towards homeowners who are in trouble with their mortgage or they, they are not able maybe to have the time and luxury to put their property on the market, uh, whether it's through a listing agent, maybe they're, they're out there on a for sale by owner. And, you know, there are issues economic, possibly maybe there's some property condition that's bad, but you're not able really to sell your property at a, at a price that you would like to get it for. I know you're probably trying to get a higher price. You're hoping that the uh, all the you know a high tide lifts all boats, meaning that you know maybe your property wouldn't have been worth the extra thirty thousand dollars three four years ago, but with the appreciation, maybe you feel like I can squeeze this in, even though maybe the property's not in the, in the best shape ever, or maybe you need to sell more quickly for whatever reason. You're still hoping you're going to get a, a higher than expected offer because of that. What you're going to find is that a lot of investors are going to be attracted to your property. And they're not going to be willing to pay you the price that you want to get paid in cash and when i say cash i'm also including financing because for the for the listing agent that is a cash deal so because whether whether you as as an owner and you sell your property at closing, the title company is going to cut you a check or wire the money to your account. It's, as far as you're concerned, it's 100% financing. Whether the buyer uh, came up with all cash money or used a hard money lender or just got a regular regular uh, mortgage, either way, you're getting it as far as as, far as you're concerned, it's cash, okay? So I want to understand that point of view there. An investor is going to want to do two things. They're going to want to get 30 to 40%, generally speaking, off your net price. And they call it ARV, after repair value. So they're going to do their due diligence. They're going to go in there and and crunch their numbers and say, okay, I know that if I come in and put X amount of money into this house, I should be able to sell it for this amount of money. So I'm going to factor that all those costs involved, the cost to attain the property, the cost to rehab the property, the cost to resell the property, whether it be commissions, closing costs, uh, whatever liens and encumbrances that may or may not be there. They're going to crunch those numbers and say, okay, for me to go through all of this um, rigmarole and all the, and jump through all these hoops, I want to make at least X amount of dollars, say 20 or $30,000. So that's what they're going to be calculating that. Now, if, as a homeowner, you're not willing to drop your price 30 or 40% off what you want now, then they very well will come come back to you and say, okay, I will give you your price, but I want you to give me favorable terms to be able to buy it, which often means one of two things. You can do a subject to uh, transaction or seller financing. Now, subject to is when the investor is going to say, I will, how much do you want to make once all your costs are taken out. So let's say you went 150 and you say, okay, I know that I'm going to have 8% commissions and closing costs and what other things are going to be there plus the payoff of my mortgage. Whatever's left over is your cash to seller at the end of the, con- at the, at the, end of the sale. That's what you're going to have in your bank account once everything else has been expensed out. So a subject to investor says, okay, I will give you a certain part of your equity. Let's say that if you... You think you could, you could get 20,000, that person may come in and say, okay, I'll give you five. But what I will do is I will not pay off your mortgage. I will make payments for you. And it helps him because or her because they no longer have to get financing and accrue additional costs. So, but they're always going to want you to take less and they're going to. Uh, make your mortgage payment. Now, be careful because sometimes they're not reputable and sometimes they will not make your payment because remember, they have no skin in the game when it comes to your mortgage payment. So you should really work with a company that has a proven track record. Like my company has had an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau since 2004. So that's very, it's a very, very good credibility proof, social proof, if you want to say it that way, that you're, you're working with a reputable company. Now, seller financing, let's say that you have a lot of equity. OK, let's say that you want to sell the property for two hundred thousand dollars and you only owe uh, one hundred thousand dollars. You have one hundred thousand dollars of equity. So now what the what the, the investor may end up saying is, OK, look, if you if you're stuck on your price, you want to get two hundred thousand dollars. I'll work with you. but I want terms and the terms that person is going to uh, usually say is, OK, I'll give you maybe 10 percent maybe $20,000 and you're going to give me a second mortgage for the remaining $80,000 of your equity. And I'll give you monthly payments every month. And so what that investor is trying to do is to take over your mortgage payments, pay the mortgage company. So that's a hundred thousand dollars he or she does not have to come up with. And they're only going to have to give you 10 or 20, I should say. And then the other 80,000, again, they're going to make you payments over time. So that's what they're going to want to do. And as long as, listen, they're going to check, they're going to, check out the uh, first mortgage payment and the insurance, the second mortgage payment, you're gonna give that person, that investor, and then they're gonna decide, okay, what can I rent it for? And so if it cash flows, if you say the rent is $1,000 a month, or excuse me, the the payments are $1,000 a a month and he can rent it for uh, 1,700, then that's $700,000 cash flow that will work for that type of investor. So that's what you mean by creative financing. so if you're in a situation where you're in distress and you need to make a deal, Those are the kind of offers you're going to get. So be forewarned as forearmed. So I just wanted to give you some heads up about that. I don't say it's a bad thing. Just be aware there's other other, um, options out there that are going to be brought to you because everybody wants to be an investor nowadays. And so I want you to leave me a comment. So go down to the comments section and tell me what you think. Do you like the content I'm putting out there? Uh, do you have any suggestions about con- content you'd like me to put out there in the future? I'd love to engage. So I think the biggest uh, disappointment I've had so far with my YouTube channels, that not, not a lot of people uh, write me questions or leave their comments, except for the ones who are just trying to promote something on my dime. But uh, besides that, so just please do. Don't be shy. I love it. All right, so now we're going to talk about short sale. A short sale is a specific niche in the market where a homeowner owes more than what the property is worth. And that does not necessarily mean it's only the mortgage you're upside down on. You may be, let's say you may have $200,000 and your mortgage is about $180,000. I mean, technically there's $2,000 worth of equity there, but once you factor in closing costs and if you're going to sell it with a commission, that's $6,000, so about 8%, eight so you can see how you actually, when you put forth all, you crunch the numbers and, and look at every single thing that has to be paid at the transaction, and then the, you look at the price, and if there's if you're gonna have to come to the table with money to make up that arrearage, then that's considered upside down on your mortgage, even though you're not upside down on your mortgage, but the transaction you're upside down. Or it could be worse than that, it could be that you're upside down on everything. Well, you know, there's a the, the banks have these programs, they've had around forever, called a short sale, where a buyer like myself can negotiate with your lien holders, first mortgage, second mortgage, HELOC. Lean holders, whatever we can negotiate with them and settle on a price that's less than what is owed currently. So, if for example the price that you know you can sell for two hundred thousand, but you owe with including all the commissions and closing costs and other fees associated with associated with the transaction, you're going to pay two hundred and twenty thousand. So you're twenty thousand dollars upside down. So then what'll happen is we can negotiate with the bank to get that down to say one hundred eighty thousand dollars. That extra twenty thousand. Uh, is our profit. That's what we get. But none of it comes from you. You have no out-of-pocket expenses in this. And it's a great way to get out from under a property where you would have to bring money to the table at closing to cover whatever is not covered by the incoming buyer's money. I've been doing it for 20 years. I've helped well three 3,500 homeowners in that period of time. You know, when you let a property go to foreclosure auction or you file bankruptcy, uh, you will not be able to qualify for a conventional or conforming loan for seven years minimum. Short sales only two. So short sale by far is the best is the best option for you if you fit that category where you're a little bit upside down or you're a lot upside down and you want to sell the property. This can do it. But listen, there's a, a lot of people out there who are now waking up to the fact that that, that there's short sales starting to appear again after a long. You know, uh, snooze in the market, and you don't want to work with Johnny Johnny come lately. Someone who says they're a short sale person, you got to ask for track records. And I guarantee you, in the entire country, no one's done as many as we have, and no one has that A plus ring with a better business bureau since two two thousand four, like we have. So uh, keep that in mind when you're you're looking at the options, and remember, go with Don short sub guy. And I want to thank you for watching my video and subscribing to my channel. And I can't wait to do another video next week and share even more knowledge of my experience and know-how. Thank you.